yeah. I fuck up and lose control. Burn so many bridges, got nowhere to go. Oh, yes, people. It is Monday, and what a weekend! UFC 257. Yo. <laughs> Man, that was the day for the dog, right? <laughs> Shit, so much happened, some big, big surprises, but yo, hella fun. Then Sunday, championship games, bro, the conferences got decided, Super Bowl bound teams. Everything went down, so this is what we are doing, people. We're breaking it all down. We're giving you the thoughts on everything. So, time to sit down, buckle up, because we getting in it. What? Okay, people, so, oh, we are finally here, UFC 257, and we have 11 fights, yeah, we lost the fight, yes, that did happen, some other craziness did go down, yes, granted, but those 11 fights that are still here, people, they are good friggin' fights, and I cannot wait. Well, I mean, I I could not wait <laughs> past tense because it is just finished. So, yes, you see what I'm saying. Hey, got to say, Bruce Buffer and John Annick killed it with the suits tonight. God damn. Man, I, like, I couldn't wear Buffer's suit because that's a little too much for me. But Annick's suit, yo, that was spiffy as a motherfucker. You know what I mean? That could be a first purchase once the job situation is sorted out again. So um, everything started off with um, the early prelims because it's a pay-per-view. You know how they do. And um, we jumped down to the flyweight division. We had Zuglas Zumaglov against Amir Albazi. I also forgot that Albazi trains out of um, London Shoot Fighters. So, um, yeah, props to Albazi there. At this fight, god damn. Like, I think sometimes you forget how fast those flyweights are. Whereas they, yo, they didn't stop. I mean, I guess in the third round, they slowed to a fast normal fight, <laughs> they slowed in the third, but still fast, <laughs> you know what I mean, so it was like watching the flash, and then in the third round, it was just watching Usain Bolt, you know, you know what I mean, it was insane, these motherfuckers going at it, yo, they were throwing, it was ferocious, man, and, um, yo, you know what I mean, I have to say, to start off with, like, Albazi was, he was connecting very well with the low kick, right? You know what I mean? Cashing those checks, waiting for that dividend, as it were. Now, 
Zuga Zugahumev. Ugh. Yeah, I butchered that. Zumagulov. Now he oh quick on the counter. <laughs> oh, quick on the counter and pressing forward. Just it was constant pressure from them both. Like one would do it, then the other one would do it. It was just like bah, 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 bah. like watching ping pong balls. Like bah, 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 bah. Um, I think that's what ping pong balls would sound like. You know what I mean? But maybe they might sound a little different in your country. Don't judge me. So. Yeah, it was constant pressure, and they're throwing back, throwing back. It was great. Now, Albazi, man, he uh, went in, got a nice double leg takedown. But, you know what I mean, Zumagov, he was, you know, just hard to keep down. And he, you know, he gets back up. But, yeah, it, it was just, um, yeah, all of that. Sorry. I really, I just got that mixed up. Zumagov got the takedown at the end of the first round. Yes, he got the early, but um, you know, it was just great, and it was possibly that last minute takedown that won him the round because it was so. That first was so damn close. Then you know what I mean like the second, second was really close. You kind of feel with this one, Albazi, he was able to get more off. You know, he he's going to the body well, and he, those leg kicks. I think, although Zumagulov didn't slow down a lot, I kind of feel the leg kicks started to impact some of the movement. You know, so then it seemed that Albazi was landing a little bit more. You know, getting those shots off. Some really nice counters from them both. Man, it, it, they were just really going at it. But yeah, there were some nice uppercuts. Oh, Albazi was throwing the knee. He was landing real nicely with the knee. Went jump knee a few times, which, yeah, did pay off. You know, he did pay off. And Zumagulov, oh, he's winging, winging that shot. And if Balbazi wasn't as fast as he was and he'd been caught, ooh, you can definitely imagine that that shot might put people down, right? So, yeah, there's something people need to watch out for when they're fighting him because Zumagulov, yo, he is no joke. But, yeah. Third round now, Buzzy's coming out, and now it like more and more getting tagged together. Like he came out with like a leg kick, then he had a left. You know what I mean? Knee. He was like bum bum bum. You know, stringing things together. Like Zumagulov was still getting off some shots and stuff like that, but Albazi was stringing stuff together that was you know just landing. Really well, right? He went knee to the body, then hit a takedown, dropped some elbows, right? And, um, oh, fantastic transition to the back. And he's hunting for that rear naked choke. Zumagulov, he tried to spin once, and Albazi, masterful control to bring it 
back. Keep that control. Zumagulov, he did escape, though. He did manage to kind of spin out and get back to his feet. But, yeah, then the craziness just continued. And um, round ended with Albazi leg kick right knee left. <laughs> oh, man. God damn, it was fun. And, um, yeah, judges got it right. Albazi got the win. I think you you watch this fight and you kind of feel both of these cats are going to have a bright future. That is for sure, you know. So we then, we moved into another fun fight, right. It was um, Nick Lentz against Muvza Ivalov. Um, So they're featherweights. But this is kind of a late fight, so it was at a catch weight of 150. And this was this was so damn good. This really was good. And it was just they were back and forth. It was relentless, right? Relentless. And just remembering Lentz had been out with the eye injury for like nearly a year. Nearly a year, and he couldn't see. I didn't know he couldn't see for a big chunk of that time. I mean, yeah, welcome to my world, Lentz. But, you know, you don't wish that shit on anyone. So it was good to see him back. And, you know, the carny is always fun, right? But Evoliv, he's just a machine, right? Just constant. And, um, yeah, they were trading. They really were trading. Lentz was giving back just as good as he was getting. And um, he he gets a takedown. Right? He just grabs friggin'... Um, well, he gets a takedown. Ivalov hits a reversal. Hits a reversal. Lands on top. But then lands, grab the guillotine. And... Phew, Guillotine seemed tight. Guillotine seemed so freaking tight. Lens, he's in full guard. In full guard. Gets mounted at one point and uh, squeezes on. And you're just like, oh my God. Like, is he going out? Like, what's going to happen here? You know what I mean? It's just like, shit. This is tight. There's no escaping this. But evil of escaped. And the crazy thing is, he never looked panicked. Which, god damn, when someone's squeezing your neck. Oh, did he, you, I mean, did he, you definitely have faults, right? But no, evil of not panicked at all. He stayed calm like a cucumber. And um, yeah, he, he's able to get out, get on top. They're trading, lent. Goes for the guillotine a, a little bit later. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, he, he he's not able to um, get guard this time. You know, so it's, um, whew, it gets scrappy. Gets super scrappy. They're trading, you know, just as, um, you know. Just as the the buzzer goes, so a lot of fun, and you kind of think with those 
takedowns, possibly Lentz wins that first round, but super close, super close. Second round, again, it's back and forth. It's back and forth, but um, Ivalov, you know, he's getting more off. You know, and he's constantly moving. Lots of feints as he's coming in, throwing combinations, but it's a lot of pitter patter. So he's like bum 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 and he's moving. Bum 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 moving. Bum move move bum bum. You know what I mean? It's whew, something else, man. Something else for real. Like you could equate it to the Diaz brothers, but nah, it's not even that. Right? Not even that. This movement is is kind of, oh, it's like um, god damn it, I forget the boxer's name. You know the one that went and did his dad made him do ballet for a few years. Kovalev, is it Kovalev? No, no, Kovalev's the other dude. But it, you know that dude, right? It's kind of like that. It's fantastic movement, and um, Lentz, he's getting off shots for real, and he keeps him going for the guillotine. Keeps him going for the guillotine, keeping Evilov honest. But Evilov, he escapes, then he comes back, right? Comes back with stuff. There's knees, like rights, everything, and pressure. Always constant pressure. It's back and forth, it's crazy. Um, but you're kind of feeling Evilov is starting to move ahead. And once we get into the third, yeah, Lentz, Lentz is tired, man. Lentz is tired. His face is blooded up. His face is truly blooded up. But he's still fighting. You is so much respect for Nick Lentz, man. Still fighting. They're trading. It's great, but yeah, evil of he's stringing together longer and longer combinations. Just oh, it's great. Now it went to a split decision, right? Went, to, but that's how much of a warrior Lentz is. But I mean, on the real, evil of won the fight. But hey, so much respect and props to Nick Lentz. He's a straight up warrior. There's there's nothing else you can say. And whew, I'm so so interested to see how evil of evolves. Ooh, see what I did there, people? Um, I think this fight it was invaluable to him. Because he as I said, look, he got caught, but he he stayed calm. Stay calm in those guillotine attacks So you know what I mean I think he can look at the tape Or his coaches can look at the tape And they can see little improvements that can be made But oh there's so much They can be like yo you did well You did well So yeah that was a fun fight And just a great way to lead us into The prelims proper so the prelims proper open up with a light heavyweight clash. We got Khalil Roundtree against Marcin Pacuno. And I have to say, this was a close fight. It definitely was a close fight. It was back and forth. You know what I mean? Like both were definitely looking to win things. And 
you know, they, they were throwing even, really, you know what I mean, like it opens up and they're both throwing um, a spinning, uh, no, a sidekick, right, so they both open up with sidekicks, and Roundtree seemed to land um, the best, he then misses a kick, Petunia, um, he comes uh, with a nice one-two, but yes, yeah, it's, it's even man and, and they're throwing but I think one of the big things that did stand out was Ain't Roundtree had slightly more power slightly more power in his shots and when he hit a leg kick whoo oh my gosh <laughs> you definitely felt that through the screen they were heavy shots man you know and and so it was interesting now Petunio, he's his right was handing all night. He, I mean, he couldn't miss that shot. It was a good one for him. But do you know what I mean? I have to say, but Roundtree, you know, he was connecting with some really good shots. You know, his hook was working well, and he brought a lot of pressure. Brought a lot of pressure. Um. Which, you know, led to him rocking Petuno, right? Because I, I think it was a hook. He landed a big hook and it hurt him, right? Then he hit a head kick <laughs> I mean, at the end of the second. And, yeah, I thought those things were stand out. Now, he definitely was tired in the third. But he still was throwing. You know, he, he still was throwing, he was still moving, uh, like, I think, I don't know, the third was close, right, I think maybe Pacino edged it, right, but I didn't, I wouldn't have given this a unanimous decision to either opponents, this was 29-28, you know what I mean, this was... A, a very close, like, it was very close, and, and to be honest, I had it at Roundtree, I, I thought he edged those first two rounds, definitely, you know, uh, so yeah, I was, I was a little surprised, was a little surprised, now, I'm not gonna say it's a robbery, right, but yeah, I would have given Roundtree this one, you know, so, um, we next, now, this one was definitely interesting, I was definitely looking forward to this one, Sarah McMahon against Juliana Penna, now, both have, um, been in the title picture, yeah, McMahon actually challenged for the belt against Rousey, and Penna was close, she was close before, um, she got armed by, by Shevchenko, you know what I mean? So, yeah, they, they've both been there. But, like, since the, the consistency has been a little bit, you know, off. And I think Penna she took time out to have the kid and all of that. So it's going to be interesting to see which would be able to um, potentially get Back on track. Now, it's not to say the loser of this fight would be done. No, 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 no. But I, I just think that whoever wins 
would um, be taking that next step, right? And they're potentially closer to a title shot, you know, because, hey, there's there's only so many challenges, and Nunes has fought most of them, right? So, you know, it's new talent, right? So, yeah, definitely interesting. Now, it opens up, and, you know I mean, look, they're both, um, they're both putting that jab out there. Right, both of them jab out there trying to work, and you can see straight away McMahon wants to get this to the ground. Penner's able to avoid at the start, right? She avoids a, a shoot, but eventually McMahon hits the takedown, hits the takedown, gets into side control. And, um, you know, then she gets the back, right, gets the back, Penner does a good job of scrambling and getting out of that situation, but McMahon stays on top, and, um, yeah, it, she's working, you know, she's working, so not the start, definitely not the start that Penner wanted, right, so, um, you know, McMahon has clearly won the first round. We get into the second round, and um, you know, Penna, she she wants to get things back, wants to get things back, and she's working well. But McMahon hits a tremendous level change and gets a takedown. Oh man! But as they're going down, Penna wraps up a guillotine. Wraps up a guillotine And you think, oh, could she have it? Could she have it? It seems a little tight Oh, is McMahon gonna tap? What's gonna happen here? But McMahon gets her head out Gets her head out uh, But I have to say, while um, You know They're there, right? You, you know, she escapes Penna hits a triangle Penna hits a triangle and she's landing elbows, right? Like doing some good work, right? Because ain't gonna lie, it does not look comfortable. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just like, ugh, I would not want to be in that situation for sure. So she's hitting elbows, everything like that. Uh, McMahon does escape though. And then she starts to drop some nasty elbows. Getting her revenge, obviously. Right? Eventually, Penner is able to get up. And, you know, once she gets up, she's keeping busy. You know, she's she's getting busy. She's um, hitting a jab, hitting some nice shots. Even when McMahon gets her on the fence, you know what I mean? Penner does work. Right? So, boom. That's great. You know, like I, I kind of felt okay. I think Penner might have taken that second round. I mean, it was close, but I mean, the amount of work Penner was doing, it could be one-one. You know, depending how the judges looked at it and all of that, right? So we're moving into the third, and it is all to play for. In the corner, like. Penner's people told her, keep busy, man, you keep busy, just work, you know what I mean, we're not quite sure, like, get a finish, if you can, so, 
yeah, Penna comes out and she is busy. And yo, Penna hits the takedown, right? A little role reversal here. And it is surprising because McMahon is an Olympic wrestler. So yeah, that's big. The Penna's able to grab that takedown. So she gets the takedown and then she's dropping some nasty ground and pound. Man, she is going for it, which, yeah, she needs to, right, so she, um, you know, she then gets the back, slips her hooks in, right, slips her hooks in, well, I mean, she has one in, and she's controlling it well, right, she is doing a very good job of control, gets the other hook in, stretches out, right, and she gets the, um, you know, body triangle, then boom, rear naked, like, McMahon can't do anything, yo, Penna gets a tap, Penna gets the tap, oh shit, it was huge, it was a huge win, man, it was, it was spectacular, right, and that's what you wanted to see, you know, and that was the thing. Penna wanted it. You could see that McMahon had slowed down a bit, and I don't know. It it just there was a point, and it just looked like McMahon didn't have a, a you know a plan two. Didn't seem to have a plan two. So yeah, Penna was able to take control. Now afterwards. Right, on the mic, listen, I'm all about seizing that moment, and Penna did seize the moment, she called for the title shot, which, yo, fair, now, when she said, oh, Nunes can stop ducking me, I was a bit like, I don't know about that, right, I'm just like, Nunes ain't really been ducking people, She's taking those challenges. It's but you need to win to get the fight. Right? So if you if you didn't win, how the hell are you getting a fight? So it was a it was a weird choice of words I felt that um Penna used. Because boom, call your shot for sure. That's great. But to say Nunez is Ducking you? That's very weird. That's very weird. But mad congratulations to Juliana Penna, the Venezuelan vixen, seems to be back. We then jump to middleweight because we got Brad Tavares against Antonio Carlos Jr. And you know what? This this was an interesting fight. So the first round, first round was kind of close, right? They're both landing some shots. Now, Tavares, he's got those heavy hands. But Antonio Carlos Jr., his hands weren't too bad, right? He was landing some decent, like, jabs, put together a few decent combinations. You could see he wanted a takedown, right? You, You definitely saw he wanted to get that takedown. And, um, 
yeah, he wasn't able to get it. Tavares showed exceptional balance, right? Exceptional balance, man. Just to stay on those feet. One point, you know what I mean? Carlos Jr. had him on one leg. On one leg. Couldn't get it down. Couldn't get him down. And that. That was very pivotal, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because a, it then impacted the next two. Because I think Carlos Jr. used a lot of energy trying to do that. And you saw as the the next two rounds played out, you know, he, he, he just didn't want to be on his feet. That much Like I think he was doing okay on the feet But I just think he expelled a lot of energy And he'd shoot But he'd get hit when he shot Because a lot of times they're naked shots Right He wasn't setting them up And I think we know his jiu-jitsu is good But he, he seemed very limited In the ways in which he could take Tavares down You know, he didn't run the pike or anything Yeah, it's one of my uh, few wrestling terms I know Right (laughs) But there wasn't much diversity in his attacks And that was the problem And Tavares knew he could, you know, stuff those takedown attempts So, he, you know what I mean he, he was able then to be mad loose on the hands And he rocked Carlos Jr. a few times So, um, yeah, Tavares was able to get a clear decision And it, it was a good win for him It really was So, you know, that was big And it'd be interesting to see how um you know I mean how he moves on from there right so then we go to our main event of the prelims we've got Armin Tuskurian against a Matravola that was a fight that wasn't planned you know what I mean they didn't come in for this fight but it happened and that ah that's the fun of it all right a lightweight clash against two uh Promising fighters You know what I mean So we had a Oh man The first round was Fantastic Right Both were Really going for it Now Tagurian He he landed a couple of um, Takedowns But for Vola Tremendous get up game Tremendous get up game And um, I think He hit A great knee the second time So he's, they're both scrambling up And boom Perfectly timed knee To the head from Favola And then another time um, Tagurian tried to take him down Favola hit a lateral drop To reverse oh, I was so good So goddamn good Man we, we just had a fun fight Right so yeah, it was back and forth. You know, I mean, they were both, um, yeah, putting on that pressure. Yeah, it was good, man. 
It was good, and Frivola, you know, he landed a big shot at the end of the round. So, man, this looked, this looked good. And I I liked it, right? Because, you know, Tagurin came in heavy. So it was one of those ones you just like, ugh. You didn't want the heavy guy just to run buckshot. Right, because it's not fun, and it's then you just like, ah, did they really want to make weight? Like, what what's happening here? But this, it looked like a, a fun fight. Now, the second round, Tagurian he got an early takedown, and like this time, Favola, in instead of attempting to get up right away, he's, you know, what I mean, it looked like he's just. He was content to work off his back Which uh, Not the best thing Right Just not the best thing um, Eventually he does get up But Tagurian takes him down again And um, You know he, He's looking for submissions But you know Favola's savvy enough on the ground So he's escaping them But it, it's like uh, you know what I mean? Like, Tagurin takes that round. Right? That's an easy round to judge. And, and you're just like, it's going to drain Favola. And he was looking a little bit tired in the third. But he was still working, man. Still doing some good work. Like, Tagurian was getting takedowns. But now Favola's getting back up again. Getting back up and they're working And you could see Favola going to the midsection It was something that you kind of thought Maybe earlier Right Uh, To go heavy on the midsection for someone that's missed weight You want to do that early, early You know what I mean? Just to test To see if there's any issues there Because we've seen that's been a problem in the past for people Right? But, um, yeah, he, he, you know that's what happens. Like Favola tries for a guillotine, and you're just like, I mean, it looks like it could be decent, but I don't know if I'd want to try that with um Tuscurian. You know what I mean? Because he what is a master of, of combat. Like we know that he's got good defense. He's got good skills on the ground, right? And yeah, once that head pops out, you're in a bad position. So, um, you know, that's the problem They do scramble, they do get up Like, Tagurian, like, picks Fabrola up, slams him down And, yeah, it's just one of those ones, really Now, Fabrola is still trying, he's still working But you, you can see where this fight is going You know, so it was definitely a good win for Tagurian Right, it's just... Uh, just a shame that he missed weight, right? That That's the biggest thing. It's a shame he missed weight, but we still had a fun fight and a nice fight to lead us into that main card. So, um, boy, the anticipation is ripe, people. So we open up the main card with a great fight. Marina Rodriguez against Amanda Hibas in the strawweight division. Both, I mean, both fighters, they've lost one fight, right? So it's a, I mean, it's a close call. They both got knockouts, right? So who the hell is gonna win? 
They come out exchange straight away. And Hebas bloodies up Rodriguez's nose. You know, she then hits a takedown. Hits a takedown. And um, she's doing a good job of holding Rodriguez down. You know, she's utilizing the uh, can opener, right? Which, you know, you're never going to submit anyone with it. Well, not now, right? In those early UFCs and events, people often sometimes did. But listen, you're not going to submit, but it's uncomfortable. You know what I mean? It's uncomfortable and it can open up a guard, right? That's the thing. So, yeah, like Hebas, she's doing a good job of, um, you know, keeping that pressure on, dropping some ground and pound, right, yeah, she wins that first round, second round, you know Rodriguez wants to get that back, and she's throwing looping rights, she's looking for that big shot, she's not connected anything cleanly, but you can see Hebas needs to be careful, and then out of nowhere, boom, she connects, you know, like, you could see, it just needs one, and she connects, man, Hebaz goes down, you know, Hebaz goes down, and it's crazy, like, it's just, oh, can she survive, what's gonna happen, you know, like, now, Rodriguez goes down after her, Herb Dean comes in to take a look, and, like, is a bit unclear at first, but no, Dean doesn't touch either fighter, but I think Rodriguez thinks it's done, so she steps away, he bazzes up, and you're like, oh, shit, so, yo, Rodriguez comes back, he bazzes up, but she's looking still a little wobbly, and it's just now, can she stay away, right, that's the big thing, Rodriguez, man, she sees blood in the water, you know, I mean, she wants this win, she moves in, and, um, yeah, she connects with a big elbow, you know, a couple more rights, and it's done, it's done, Herb Dean calls it, she's on her feet, but, yeah, she's, she's out, She's out. It was a, it was a good call, and it's a huge win, huge win for Marina Rodriguez. She takes the shine. You know what I mean? Elevates her star, elevates her star. There's not many people were talking about her, and you know what I mean? She she was definitely a threat, right? So um, listen, Hivas ain't done. You know what I mean? Like it's a blimp, and you know. It's good to get these things out the way now, you know. So um, yeah, I'm definitely interested to see what Rodriguez done does moving forward, and I'm interested to see how Hebas rebounds, you know. So um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. So we then move to the middleweight division. We got Andrew Sanchez against Mahmoud Mavrodov. This is a good fight. It is a good fight. They're both up for it, man. And I think Sanchez getting the knockout against Tuman in his last fight, you can see that's given him confidence. But he's being sent, he's throwing a lot of feints. You know, he's throwing a lot of feints, which is good. 
But Muradov, you know what I mean? He's a savvy son of a bitch, right? So he's doing a lot to keep Sanchez away. Like he, he comes with a jumping front kick, right? Ah, uh, now it doesn't land perfectly. It's just a glancing blow, but it does serve as a good deterrent to keep Sanchez at bay. You know, he, like Sanchez shoots, but Muradov he stuffs it. Right now they're throwing a lot. There's some near misses. Like Muradov is. Really doing well with the uppercut And he lands against Sanchez against the fence Sanchez though, he's doing well with the counter right You know, that's a good tool for him It's a fun first round I'd say Muradov gets it Second round, Sanchez, you know, he's trying to pressure Right, he, he's not taking steps back He's trying to pressure, he's trying to push forward Which is always good You know, Muradov still Doing well with the uppercut. Sanchez with the right. You know, they're, they're, both are working very well for both. Um, Muradov, though, he's got a few other things in his bag. Hits a nice one-two. Right, he's going to the body a lot, which is sensible. Bring down those hands, right? Bring down those hands. And, yeah, it is because he's able to hit a huge right at the end of the round. Oh man, Sanchez is wobbly. You know what I mean? He's definitely wobbly. And oh, it, it's good the round is over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um Yeah, it, it it's interesting, right? Sanchez was landing the jab a bit, but he didn't utilize it enough, I kind of feel. So we're in the third round, and um yeah, Murdoch, boom, early, connects with that uppercut You know, Sanchez seems a little bit off the pace in this round You know, I, I don't know if it's just the damage he's taken and all of that But yeah, seems a little bit off, you know um, Man, he, 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 Murdoch is able to duck under, uh, a, you know, a big right Sanchez, um Gets hit, Sanchez gets hit, Murdoff lands And um, yes, he sends Sanchez wobbling across the octagon Murdoff, he follows up with a, you know, a bevy of heavy shots He has got Sanchez all over the place And the only thing the ref can do is call it Because, yeah, it is clear Sanchez is done it is a, you know, it's a, it was a fun fight, you know, it was a fun fight, Sanchez was in it up until the moment he wasn't, but Muradov, he was looking very good, it'll be very interesting to see him, you know, what he can do in this middleweight division, because there's some good fights, definitely a slew of good fights ahead, so yeah, very interested to see um, where things go, you know, so next up, we've got the flyweight bout between Joanne Calderwood and Jessica I, and um, yeah, there is no feeling out, no feeling out, that bad blood is running, they are looking to 
hurt each other, which, you know, it makes for a good fight, right? They're both going at it. And um, it, it's interesting because I think I is doing a good job in close. But Calderwood, she's working really well from range. You know, so, um, you know, and that kind of fits in with their strengths, Right, he definitely fits in with their strengths. They're both they both attempt takedowns. Neither can get, you know. So it, it it's this scrappy back and forth affair. That you know they're doing well in their own kind of departments. It's a it's a close round. It's hard to call, I'd say. But the second round, so you know. I mean, Calderwood's corner told her to, um, yeah, keep busy, throw the knee when she's inside, you know, trying to, yeah, keep working from range, and that's what she's doing, you know, and it is working well for her, you know, so, and you can see that it, I don't know, it's weird, it seems that Calderwood has just suddenly clicked Suddenly clicked and she's kind of taking control of things. She gets a nice kind of, um, you know, sweet takedown. Uh, but doesn't want to fuck around on the ground. Which is wise. Because it's not Calderwood's, like, biggest strengths. You know, she is definitely better on the feet. So she, um, yeah, she gets a takedown. But then just steps back and lets eye back up to her feet. Right, so, um, yeah, Calderwood's continuing with, um, you know, just a good shot. She's doing very well with the calf kick. You know, she, oh, man, she hits a nice knee in the clinch to the, one to the body, one to the head. Right, just, oh, very, very nice. You know, it's a back kick. That's working for her. You know, I, you know, she's pushing out the jab. Right, so uh, at the end of the round, I don't even know why she did it, but Calderwood goes for a spinning back kick, misses it, and eyes just open, hits the takedown. It's at the end of the round, so you know, there, there's no time to um really do anything, and I doesn't, yeah, I didn't really get off any shots at all. So, I don't think it cost Calderwood, but it's just like, oosh, it, you know, it's not the move to do. It was a weird choice because, you know, she's winning with the kicks and everything she was throwing. So, yeah, I don't know. But we're in the third round. I, you know, she wants to get it to the ground. Um, but Calderwood is doing a very good job at, at just stopping all the attempts. You know, she she keeps throwing the knee, the body kicks. They're working very well for her. You know, she's um, yeah, doing real world the strikes. You know, she's like also doing a really good job of when they clinch up, of um, connecting on the exit. Like she's throwing like a body kick. You know, uh, uh, an overhand. Yeah, she's always working on the exit and landing well. You know, she hits a huge knee and a big right at the end of the round. 
I yeah, this fight it it was clearly um Calderwoods. It was a nice win, and like it was nice to see them both shake hands at the end. You know, he wasn't sure if we were gonna get it, but we did, and that was nice, right? So we're now the co-main event, people, and this is oh, this is a fight we we're we're looking forward to, right? Because Chandler is coming in. Um, he, he might be a bit of an unknown to some people. I've been able to watch, uh, like, some of the Bellator highlights. You know, like, yeah, watching the fights in the UK, it's always a bit difficult. So there was points that sometimes they'd show up, then sometimes they didn't, but then they signed a deal with Sky. So, yeah, they're no longer showing up. So, you know what I mean? When I could, I'd catch them. So I've seen him fight. And um, he can definitely fight, right? But, I don't know, Hooker, he seems to have been, he's had these fights, right? You kind of feel that he's fought people similar. So, he should be able to use his range. That's the thinking coming in. But it's going to be a fun fight. Fun fight, and it's a perfect test for your for your first fight, you know what I mean? So, um, like straight away, Chandler is coming with the pressure. Like it's clear he wants to land a big shot, right? And um, yeah, like he's just missing with a few, just missing with a few. Now, Hooker, he's uh, man, he he's very wary. It would seem of the takedown. Very wary of the takedown. And he's very upright. Do you know what I mean? He, he's very upright with the stance. So he's circling the cage. And Chandler, he kind of steps across rather than follow. And jumps in with a huge right. The... This one connects perfectly. And Hooker goes down like a tree in the forest, man. Oh, my gosh. And Chandler is then on him, throwing shots. And the ref jumps in. It's done. Michael Chandler with the huge debut. Oh my god, thought he was going to hurt himself with the jump and flip off the cage, but he, you can see he styled it out, right, he didn't quite land properly, but yeah, he styled it out, and then, gotta say, cut a great promo, cut a great promo afterwards, so that, that was sweet, so, now it's the main event, Dustin Poirier against Conor McGregor, the rematch, and it's, yeah, like, is Conor up for the fight, you know what I mean, like, look, we know Poirier, he, he, he's been fighting, Conor's been out, so it's a big, what's gonna happen, and, hey, Things start. Connor's pushing forward. He's pushing forward. They're exchanging. Um, now Poray is—he hits a takedown straight away, which 
um, yeah, definitely caught um, McGregor off, uh, yeah, caught him by surprise, right? And, um, you know, but McGregor does a good job of getting up, do you know what I mean? But you can be like, oh, now that's that's something in the back of the mind, right? Now, Poirier is hitting a lot of calf kicks. Connor's not checking the kicks. Not quite sure why, but he's not. Now, McGregor though, he he you know, he's landing some elbows, uppercuts, he's landing some good shots. Like um Poirier, he he's getting off a few, right? Hits a check hook. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's kind of back and forth. You might give the edge of the first round to McGregor. Um, because I, I kind of feel he probably landed the better shots. But Poirier did get the takedown. So, I don't know. I don't know. Right? So, we come into the second round. Poirier still with those calf kicks. Connor, you know, he, he's coming with some combinations. It's looking interesting. It does seem that Connor's landing the better shots. Do you know what I mean? It does seem he's landing the better shots. But, but, right, Poirier, he lands a good shot, right, lands a good shot that kind of um, stumbles McGregor, and McGregor's on the fence, and you can see that, yeah, his leg is fucked, his leg is fucked, and Poirier is now able to get off some big shots. Get off some big shots. uh, McGregor can't move. His leg is fucked. And, yeah, that's big trouble. Poirier connects with a big shot. Big overhand. McGregor goes down. McGregor goes down. Poirier continues with some punches. The referee jumps in and calls it. It's done. Dustin Poirier... Wins the second fight, TKO, second round. The underdogs have their day. God damn, people. You see, 257. Man, we have got results that a lot of people weren't expecting. Oh my gosh. It is a fun, fun ass freaking card. Upset, surprises. Whoo! This is everything that you ask for. Everything you ask for with a big main event, people. It is lit. Oh my god, so much fun. So much goddamn fun all the way through. You know what I mean? Hey, some fights didn't happen, but what we got was great. What we got was great. No fight of the night, which, you know, I you know what? I do kind of agree with. Um, so we get four performance of the nights. And, yeah, I'm, I'm down with these, right? Marina Rodriguez, Mahmoud Movadov, Michael Chandler, and Dustin Poirier. All net big. And, yeah. Definitely well-deserved, people. Definitely well-deserved. Man, this was this was fun. This was fun. God damn it, man. 
It, it, it's cards like this where you kind of wish, man, wish there was a co-pilot to the pod. Like, you just want to chew it up with a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Just really just digest everything. Sky is definitely something we're going to look into this year. Because, yeah, those those episodes, we, we you know what I mean? We were able to do like that. They were fun. So, yeah. That that's the um that's the thing we're looking to, but this was fun, people, and um yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what's next. There is some big fights that uh, are definitely leading out of this. So um yeah, now it's NFL. <laughs> God damn it, man! I love it when there's a lot of shit happening at the weekend. Well, people, we, um, yeah, we were in the conference championship weekend. Yo, this was the big push, right? We had Green Bay at Tampa. We had Kansas City. You know what I mean? They were going up against the Buffalo Bills. Everything was to play for. Now... I kind of felt that, you know, two teams were going through, right? And, you know, that's what I said last week, right? But, but, you know, anything can happen. Anything can happen. And, um, you know, it definitely did, right? Definitely did. We had two games totally different, right? And, yo, the first one, right, Green Bay and Tampa, yo, that was, that was some interesting shit that went down, you know what I mean, oh my gosh, right, so, I have to say, you know, all in all, that was a scrappy-ass game, that was a scrappy, messy-ass game, you know what I mean? Now, it all starts off and, oh man, Brady just throws that perfect pass to Evans. And, uh, yeah, Bucks are off the races with a touchdown. You know, it, but, like, leading up to that point, you weren't sure if they were getting there. You know what I mean? Because, boy, like, Brady had thrown some misses. You know what I mean? Like, some that were close, others that weren't. Right? Players had dropped the ball a few times. So, you're just like, ooh, what's going on? This isn't, this isn't smooth, but they get the touchdown. You know? So, it's just like, boom, off to the races. And, um, yeah, Packers, I, I don't know, they, they're just, yeah, they're not able to um, get it done. I mean, yo, Bucks were playing great defense at the beginning. Great defense. And they sacked Rodgers. You know, they, they, they got him early. Oh, man. Um yeah, Rogers did get though a good touchdown. Um, you know, beginning of the second quarter, right? 
which they needed. They needed, and it tied everything up, right? So you're just like, okay, okay, this this is going to be interesting, right? Now, then Green Bay had the had a great opportunity but they missed two touchdown attempts missed two touchdown attempts you're just like wait what the fuck is going on here man like if if you're doing that that you know it's not going to be your freaking game right you just know it's not going to be your game man so they they really didn't end that second quarter very well didn't end it very well, and, um, yeah, like, Tampa already up, Tampa are now up, real up on them, man, it's getting to that point where you're just like, oosh, this, this could be very problematic, very problematic, like, um, but throughout, I think there were some good plays. Like um Rogers, he hit uh Lazardo. Laz hmm. Lazard. Lazard? Fuck. I think that's how you pronounce my man's name, right? I don't know. Lazard. Yeah, it's Lazard. Yeah. You know, he gets hit, like Rogers hits him for a real good play, right? So you're just like, ooh. But then the next play, Rogers gets sacked, right? And and that was the kind of ebb and flow of things. That was the ebb and flow early on. You know what I mean? Like, you have a big play, and then it'll fall apart. Big play, it'll fall apart, right? Not not the best way for things to, um, yeah, be going, right? So, um, yeah, that that's what was happening. But Brady, so he gets the ball. Right, he gets the ball, and man, he just lobbed a nice one to um mudder for the touchdown, right? Nice one to mudder for the touchdown with one second left in the second. Oh man, like because I think Tampa got the ball right, so they're down. Well, I mean, t- score wise, they're not down, but. You know, the, the the lead isn't by much. You know, it, it, it's not by much. And, yeah, you, you think, right, this is a bit too close for comfort just with the way everything is going. But you're just like, oh, I don't know if there's enough time for them to get it done. And, yeah, a second left, he just lobs it up and they just pull it down. Man, that was an... Incredible play, incredible play, you know. Uh, I, I think that was the big difference early on. Like the plays just seemed to be falling better for Tampa. I mean, neither side were outstanding. You know, looking at everything, I I couldn't tell you that. Oh yeah, Tampa was so much better than Green Bay early on. But I think it was kind of even. You know what I mean? I would honestly say it was kind of even, but yeah, just things were falling better. You know, so um, yeah, that that happens, and um, yeah, they end the second quarter nicely, right? So, boom, 
we're, you know, two quarters left. It's still close. It's still kind of close, right? I mean, basically. But what's going to happen? Because I think Green Bay really had to step things up early. Really had to step things up early. But, you know, they just fumble. They fumble at the start of the third. And, um, yeah, Bucks get it. And they get a touchdown. Yeah, so it's 28 to 10. 28 to 10. And you're kind of feeling. I don't know if the green pay that we're watching right now can bring this shit back. Right? Don't know. Because, yeah, they haven't been very consistent. They've played some good plays, but they haven't been consistent. Right, so that's the big thing. That's the big thing here. Now, Rogers, he he, um, man, he thread the needle. Oh, to um, to Tuyung, right? That was a incredible throw, incredible throw, right? So you're like, oh yeah, big, big play. Now. Bucks get the ball back, and then Bro- Brady throws an interception. I have to say, one big thing that really kind of stood out in this game, Tampa's run game was terrible. Like, their run game was, like, they were not getting good yardage on the run. You know, so, I think they, were, they had big plays. They had some big plays, but on a consistent level, just not right. It just wasn't running the ball very well. You know what I mean? Not running the ball very well. But their defense, that that was huge for them. Defense was huge. You know. So I I, I think it, it was an interesting game from um, that from that point of view. But they're lo- You know what I mean? It's just like you look at it for 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 net. He had the most. He had 55 yards. Like, that's not great. I mean, it works, but it's not great. You know what I mean? And, and it just sums up their run game in general. That, that, I feel that's what, that's what happens here. So, yeah, he throws an interception. Rodgers and the Packers, they're back on it. Now, Rodgers, who... Hits Adams, hits Adams with a great one. You know, he like, yo, it was nice. But then they fuck up the two points. They fuck up the two points. Which is, it's just, I don't know. I, I honestly kind of felt, I don't know if it's a time to throw the two points at that stage. You know? And yeah, they just... Just didn't hit it, man. But you just never really felt that they would. You know, it just wasn't that game, right? Wasn't really that good. Mickens hits a great return. 45 yards on the return. 45 yards on the return. So that's how, you mean, that's where the, the, the Bucks were getting their good runs from. It's just plays like that. Huge plays like that, right? So, yeah, they, it, 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 it's... 
going nicely in that regard. But, god damn it, Evans, man, he can't pull down, can't pull down Brady's pass. Now, it wasn't the best pass from Brady, to be honest. And the Packers intercept them, right? So you're just like, god damn, what kind of mess is this, right? What kind of mess is this? And it's just like, can the Packers come back? Can the Packers come back, right? Because we're now, what, 28 to 17. So you're just like, oh, shit, things are getting close. Okay, okay, right, so yeah, it's getting interesting, definitely getting interesting, but then, boom, back-to-back sacks of Rodgers, back-to-back sacks of Rodgers, the the Bucks' defense killing it, Bucks get the ball back, then Brady throws another fucking interception, Another interception. Like, you really did feel that Brady, although I kind of feel his arm is a lot better this season. He's hitting more long plays. There was a point towards the end of that New England run, right, where he's not really throwing the long pass. You know what I mean? He's not throwing the long pass, just shorter plays. Now, he's hitting them all. Right, but you know, and then this season we're yo we're getting some bombs from Brady, but yo the interceptions that were getting thrown in this game, I mean for the most part you just kind of felt that on both sides too, on both sides they were balls that just did not need to be thrown. You've, you know what I'm saying? Just didn't need to be thrown, but fuck. You know what I mean? So, yeah, Brady throws another one. And, um, yeah, Rogers, Rogers, hey, he gets sacked again, right? So, it, it's, shit is getting evened out. Shit's getting evened out. But we then get to a point where it is a make or die. Make or die? Make or play, make or bake. I don't know even know what the fucking expression is. But people, you know what the fuck I'm trying to say here, right? And you're just like, yeah, this is the I think this is the time for Green Bay to step the fuck up. And if they're not going to, then they're not winning this game. You know what I mean? I think it, it says it all. And yo. Yeah, they're just not they're not winning the game because you had that moment, right? You you had that moment, and I think it was like two minutes just before the two minute um warning. And it's open, right? But the coverage is good. And Rogers is looking for someone to toss the ball to. But he could run. He tucked the ball and fucking run. And instead, he throws it. Throws it, but into terrible coverage. Now, he didn't get an interception, which was good for him. 
but it, it wasn't getting caught. And you're just like, yo, son, run the fucking ball. Like, what are we doing here? Run the fucking ball. Doesn't run the ball. And at that moment, you're just like, well, you're, they're not coming back, right? They're not going to run back. Because it's just like, yeah, if you really wanted to win this fucking game, you are tucking and you are running. So, yeah, that was it. Then, you know, you got Brady's got the ball back and Brady can kill time. Even with a horrible run game. You know what I mean? You could, he could kill time. And that's what they did. You know what I mean? Like Gronkowski, he, Gronkowski pulled off a good play. Um, you know what I mean? Some of those other motherfuckers, you know what I mean? They, they hit good wins. He hit some good plays. Just kept that ball moving. And yeah, they win it. 31 to 26. So it got close. Got close for real. But yeah, Green Pay, they just. I don't know, man. They, it, you just felt that they didn't have it. They didn't have it. Right? Boom. That's what it was. Now, hats off to um, Buccaneers, though, for real. Because their defense. Whoo! Defense played big. Defense played fucking big in this game, man. That's what it was all about. You know what I mean? But, yeah. So, Tampa. Our first team through to the Super Bowl. Okay, so now we've got to see who the hell is going to play Tampa in the final. In the Super Bowl, people. Who's going to do it? The Chiefs or the Bills? Right? Now... I, you know, I mean, I, I knew where I was leaning, but, you know, shit can definitely go awry, right? Um, I think, yo, Kansas's, you know, their defense was playing well. You have to say, playing well. Man, they nearly got an interception a few times, and they were old, able to hold the Bills early. Hold the bills early, you know, so they only got three. Three in that opening play. Now, ah, gee, the, the Chiefs, they just couldn't, ah, man, they just couldn't kind of coalesce early. Couldn't coalesce early, right? So, you know, they had some decent plays in that first drive, but, you know, it, it, it wasn't really connecting, now, they weren't forcing things, which, you know, I, I just think that's always a good look, right? Because you don't want to fuck up early. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know, man. It, it was hard, right? Um, so, yeah, it, it, you know, they don't score on that first play. But, you know, you know, Bills get the ball back and the Chiefs defense is still playing well. They get some sacks, get some sacks in. Ah, dear, oh dear. But then when the, you know, the Bills kick the ball, Chiefs are receiving it. Ugh. Fumble. Fumble. God damn. And you're just like, how the fuck? Fuck 
does he fumble that? Like, what is going on, man? And yeah, Bills, Bills score. Bills score. But then they missed the extra point. I'm like, yo, you were given. You were given it, man. And you don't score. Like, that's the difference. You know what I mean? Plays like that. That's the fucking difference, son. You know what I'm saying? Right? <laughs> it was it was crazy. Because I'm like, it's the it's banging the center. It's banging the fucking center. It's not like you're having a kick a field goal. Like, how are you missing that? What the fuck? Oy. But now, second quarter, right? Second quarter. Chiefs score early. Boom. And um yo ho, ho, ho. the trick play. The trick play was sick. Man. You know what I mean? Trick play was sick, right? So they get from their 18 yard to the Bills 28 yard. It was insane. That was an incredible play. I love that goddamn play, man. Ah, that's what it's about. You know what I mean? Getting to see shit like that. Oh man, it was great. Right? So, yeah, we're seeing some good plays. Right? We're definitely seeing some good plays. There's some back and forth. It's some, you know, some crazy shit going there. Right? Now, hey, yeah, they, you know. Things happen, like, ball changes hands, all of that shit is going, you know. But it is what it is, right? It is what it is. But, yo, in that second, right, in that second, Chiefs are, yo, they're playing big. You know what I mean? Hit 21 goddamn points. 21 goddamn points. I mean, that, 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 that's what it's about, right? And that. Right there, that's you, you know what I mean, you're putting your mark, right, you're putting your mark, you're letting people know, letting them know, and for the Bills, you can't, you cannot let someone score 21 points on you, you can't let that happen, right, because you haven't shown enough that you can reciprocate. Right, and you know, towards the end of that quarter, yeah, they they do they put together a nice little drive, put together a nice little drive. Ain't gonna lie, but can't get it done in the end zone. Can't get it done with the end zone, and all they can do is come back with three. Right, so yeah. You you got play 21 And the best that you can do is free I mean, it says it all, right? So, from there You kind of feel, okay Okay We, we see what's going to happen here Now, you know those Bill fans are sweating They are sweating for sure, people Right? So, Oh man, it, you, you then get to a point and it's like no one can catch the goddamn ball, right? No one can catch it. it it's just, 
insane. Like people are missing shit. It, yeah, it's getting a little messy. But Hill, 71 yards. 71 yards rushing. Whew. I mean, that, that was nice, right? And it was kind of crazy because he's at a point early and you're like, well, they kind of got him, right? Kind of got Then he just spins, hits a few little spinny spins and boom, off to the races, man. Off to the races. And that was nice. That was, yeah, that was a big ass play. You know, towards the end of that third quarter. And, um, yo, then Mahone. What the fuck was that, right? What the fuck was that? The underhand throw. <laughs> Just that little toss. Just that little toss. And boom, touchdown, baby. Man, that was a good play. Ah, and I, I think that was one of the big things in this. Like Mahone's touch, right? Mahone has just got that, ah, it's just that perfect touch on the ball. And I think it's the way he can elude shit, right? Because there were a few moments, there were a good few moments, and you're just like, oh, they're sacking him. They are sacking, and he can sidestep, boom, get out the way, or he's getting rushed, and he still gets off a perfect pass. And it's those plays that really, you know what I mean, just separated the teams on this day, right? Because, yeah, that's that's not happening with, um, you know, <laughs> that, that's not happening with Allen. Now, Allen, he's not a bad quarterback, but he's just not Mahone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's just not Mahone. Right? And you can see from the stats. Can see from the stats, man. But yeah, that underhand toss was sweet. Then on the flip side, you know what I mean it, it's just like yo, in previous games this season, Diggs has been huge for the Bills. He's been huge. Just Man, he struggled. He struggled, right? Just couldn't pull down some of those big catches for the Bills, right? And, yeah, as I said, look, in previous games, he was pulling those shits down, right? Sunday wasn't, you know? And, yeah, it cost the Bills. Cost the Bills, man. Like, they then throw an interception at the start of the fourth, yeah, not the best way to get things popping, you know what I mean, not the best way, right, especially when you are down by so much, right, but, um, then they finally, they finally do get a touchdown, though, right, so you're just like, okay, alright, but, you know, they then score, they then, um, you know, hit an interception trying to get two points. So it's just like, uh, that was the Bills' luck, man. That was the Bills' luck. And listen, right? There was, uh, there was all that craziness in the fourth. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, oh, 
all the flags just started. <laughs> it started raining yellow, right? And yo, no one likes her. You know what I mean? <laughs> no one likes a golden shower, people. And yo, that one especially was not good, right? And it, you know, it, it's getting. They're like, oh, well, that infraction count as that infraction, and blah blah blah. And I'm just like, well, come on. Let, let's be real, all of this started because Alan tossed the ball in someone's face, right, so that's where it all started, so you, I, I don't even know how they didn't call anything on fucking Alan, because he throws the ball in the dude's face, so I think you are in. You, I mean, I think you are well in your rights to, you know, berate someone for doing that shit to you, right? But then he gets blindsided. What the fuck? Like what the fuck? Like yeah, that was some. There was some bullshit plays in that instance. I mean, I mean, there was a few bullshit plays in the game, but that that was some crazy ass shit. And then it just got messy after that, right? Got messy after that. And it was a thing where it's just like, well, you know, whatever. It ain't helping you, Bills, right? It ain't helping you. You know, you could act whatever you want, but come on. You instigated that bullshit, so calm the fuck down. Calm the fuck down. But, yo, this was... I mean, this was a big game. You know, you look at it, right? So, total yards. Man, Buffalo 363. Kansas 439. You know, passing yards. Mahone 325. Allen 234. And, and like, you know, this is a big difference rushing than the other game. Right, so Kansas hit 114, Buffalo 129. Right, so there's a yeah, a huge difference in that regard. You know, so um also right, Allen, you know, two touchdowns, one interception, Mahone, three touchdowns. Boom. <laughs> oh man. I mean, listen. There were um you know there were things exposed in this game, right? Definitely. Chiefs weren't perfect. I mean they scored big. Scored big. And it I mean it's one of their the, the first non-close games in a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, oh, the past few games have just been a, a bit too close. But um yeah, there were definitely holes exposed, but in the way Tampa played, I don't know if they'd do you know what I mean if they play like that, I don't know if they would expose the Chiefs. You know, don't know. It's going to be interesting because the previous game between the two, I mean, it was close, right? It, it wasn't a, you know, a walkover for the Chiefs. 
you know, the Bucks were in that game. So, yeah, it will definitely be all to play for on the 7th. You do kind of feel that, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs should have it, right? Chiefs should have it. But, I mean, like, it's not a given. It's not a given. Now, I did see the, um, the, the, the perfect meme. For this game, right? Because the, the, some have had a picture of like Yoda, and then um, whatever the fuck that one was called in the Mandalorian. <laughs> you know what I mean? Brady and Mahone. <laughs> and yeah, that was funny, man. I don't know. It made me laugh, right? Made me laugh. But yeah, I mean, Mahone should do his thing in the Super Bowl. Right, that's where that's where you would sensibly put your money. But Super Bowl does some crazy ass shit, so it'll be interesting to see how it all goes down. But I am definitely, definitely people looking forward to that one. Oh, and t- yo, ain't gonna lie, I might do um two bears one sap because <laughs> hey, that just sounds jokes, right? What's the Super Bowl with Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, and Warren Sapp? I mean, come the fuck on, people. How are you not doing that? Right? So, um, yeah. Two Bears, One Sap. I think that's what I'm going to do. And we're going to watch the Super Bowl, people. So, um, yeah. See you. Super Bowl. Well, the Monday after Super Bowl weekend. You know what I mean? Let's see how it goes down, right? Who you got, people? Let me know. Okay, people. So, as we draw to a close on another episode. Man, so much fun, right? If you watch the event, so much fun. And... The journey's back. That's the great. There's, you know, a lot. Like, the thing is, a loss in MMA doesn't really mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. Especially when you haven't lost a lot, right? So, the thing I love is the journey back. So, really looking forward to seeing, you know what I mean? What some of these people do, right? Zuma Gulov. Yo, want to see what he does Like Khalil Roundtree As I said, I feel he won that fight So he's still got stuff in him Same with Sarah McMahon I don't think she will win the belt Again Or challenge for it But she's still got good fights In that bantamweight division Um, You know Matt Farola He's he's a beast So yo Then Rebass You know what I mean she she's a killer. So you know what I mean this this just gives a new data, right? So looking forward to see what she does. Look, we've seen huge improvements with Andrew Sanchez, so you know what I mean? He's gonna be improving. I I yeah, I don't know what's the deal with Hooker because he dropped those gloves in there. Haven't seen anything, but hope he doesn't retire, but I get it. Especially, you know what I mean? He's going to be away from his family for another four weeks. So, after that loss, 
And then, you know what I mean? Not being able to get a hug off your missus and your kids. That's gonna suck. And this McGregor. Yeah, he talks a lot. So I get it. This week is gonna be full of people gloating. But, yo, I'm looking forward to seeing that comeback because there are so many good. Gaethje, Ferguson, Oliver. There's fights, son. So many awesome fights to be had. Plus, the rematch with, you know, Pore, because you know that's there. And. Hey, Poray's a G, man. You hear me? He, like, yo, he's been in the game for so long. So long. So when Shine hits motherfuckers like that, how can you be mad? Right? How can you be mad? And also, you don't put in that work. So getting mad, all those weird emotions, is some weird bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like putting a picture of someone else in your profile, right? It's weird. So, hey, I'm looking forward to all of that. Now, I did hear um, Nick Lentz has retired. So, mad props to Nick Lentz, man. What a career. You know, went 30 and 12 um, And that's, you know, that's real, man He's been in wars He's done it So, yeah Mad props to the Carney Nick Lentz So, we have some fights, right? We have some fights to talk about, people Right, so in um, a couple of weeks Yeah, a couple of weeks The sit for February Oday Osborne will be fighting a Denny's Bondor, so um, that'd be interesting. Then um, at the end of February, on the 27, Dustin Jacoby goes against Maxim Grishin. Oh, that's fun, man. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, looking forward to that. Um, obviously, I mean, Irvin um, Riviera is out of his fight against Ray Rodriguez. So, in step, Raniaya. So, um, you know, great Rodriguez still gets to stay on that 13th of March card. And um, Raniaya, that's a challenge. You know what I mean? Yaya's jiu-jitsu is legit So looking forward to that On the 27th of March Now <laughs> It's not completely finalised But I'm sure it will be Tyrone Woodley against Vicente Lupe You know what I mean? I, and I hope we see the resurgence of Tyrone Woodley you know what I mean? Because the old Woodley, oh, he was fun as fuck. So um, yeah, that's that that's that fight which that could very well happen in people. And then on the 10th of April, we have Zach Cummins against Sam Alvey. Another fun one. So um, yeah, that's us people. Um We'll be back on Wednesday. We'll be back on Wednesday. So yeah, I, n- I know there's stuff happening, but um, you know, we'll talk about something, alright? So until then, people, enjoy yourselves, and uh, yeah, pop punch.